Danica's cabin. Hi. This place. <laughs> walking in here, I was like, okay, I some memories came up. We've had some, some fun, fun here. <laughs> and some just really like what moments. I, I feel like. I think every time you've been here, yeah. something okay, so weird or, me. or wild or random has happened. I, I mean, know. I don't know. I've had some rowdy moments here, which is funny because it's a cabin, but it's a mm-hmm. cabin like pretty close to the cities. Yes. In Stillwater, which mm-hmm. is fun. Yep. Um, so, yeah, people kind of congregate here and then go out and yes. weird stuff happens. Yes, or they stay here too long. Um, yeah, I think like I... In the past, like your birthday, like a couple years ago, there was some drama because I feel like it was just like everybody wouldn't stop. Yeah, I've definitely had some yeah. people overstay their welcome. Um, and, and some people, they get like way too rowdy. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. that's a bad way to put it (laughs) friends hanging out it should be like that it should be fun but definitely but yeah there have been some weird times here (laughs) memories yeah poor decisions perhaps a little bit not on my part no on mine (laughs) (laughs) anyways so today um we are gonna get into some poor decisions that Danica and I have made um, Danica, Danica and I have been friends for what, like, four years, five years? It feels like longer. Four and a half. It's, yeah, probably. It was definitely before COVID. Oh, yeah. Maybe five years. I don't know. Wait, 2018. What year is it right now? 2023. Yeah, so five, five and a half years. Five and a half. I was going to say, it's got to be a little longer, but yeah, um, we've had some, we've had some fun times together and we've had some like moments. We, we love to talk. Like when we get on the phone, we just like two hours is a conversation and it didn't feel like two hours. For sure. So we're going to show you guys that today. <laughs> yeah. So the first thing that we want to get into, and it's a topic that we've talked about a couple of times is love bombing. Oh yeah. And she's really good at knowing things about love bombing I know a lot about love bombing because I love to be love bombed who doesn't I do too I think there are some people that genuinely don't I wish I was one of them there are some people that like don't want to be chased that's like a turn off like Mm -hmm. they only like people that don't like them and I am the opposite right I don't catch feeling I I don't meet a guy and think oh he's cute and nice and smart I like him Mm -hmm. I might think he's cute and nice and smart, but meh, until he love bombs me. And right. then I'm until interested. Until he's like, I'm going to add, you, I'm gonna, from now on I'm calling you your full name and adding my last name onto your name. Yeah, that's something that after two weeks that actually happened to me <laughs> recently. <laughs> so I had it. Yeah. Dude, I fall for that shit too, though, because oh, like, so I, bad. I really am like, I'm almost, sometimes I wonder if I'm like, stupid and I don't want to say that but like I I have this like romanticized idea of relationships like I always think that there's well you're not stupid first of all I know for a fact you're not I know but but you know what I mean like it feels frustrating because you have this like grand idea of how things well at least I do I have this grand idea of how things should be and how they all this so I'm kind of delusional I guess where do you think that comes from like movies tv shows 
Because I don't think either no. one of us have parents that had, like, a fairy tale no. love story. <clears throat> no, my parents have, like, a strong marriage. And they've been, ma- but, like, you know, it's, n- yeah, nothing is a fairy. Also, life is not a fairy tale. That's why uh, I say I'm delusional. Can it be? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> We're, like, really special. <laughs> That's true. But I think it's more of, like, a childhood thing. I think it's, like, I'm just sort of stuck as, like, being a child in a lot of ways. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, I feel the same way. Mm-hmm. Like, I really enjoy dressing up. And, you know, there's things, yeah. like, about me that are cute. And Whimsical. Yeah. Like, as you guys know, if you know me well, I love Paris Hilton, and she always talks about, like, traumas and, like, wanting to, like, she wants to use her baby voice and, like, all that stuff, and that was, like, I was, like, oh, that, when I heard her say that a long time ago, I was, like, ooh, I relate to that. Yeah. You know, like, kind of feeling like things are, should be magical, I guess. It's, it's kind of, like, a way to, like, escape what's really going on. Don't you think, though, like, at the beginning of a relationship, it should be magical? Like, if it's not magical in the very beginning, why waste your time? You know, like, because it's only going to get harder, so you might as well, like, shoot for the stars in the beginning knowing that it won't always stay perfect. No, and definitely people shouldn't, um, what's the word, uh, like, you shouldn't just, like, I'm going to bring it apart you shouldn't just settle yeah. Right? Definitely, there should be, like, magic, okay? And that's what I have in my current relationship is, like, there was, like, these moments of, like, magic, like, really, like, right away in the beginning, right? Mm-hmm. So then, here, you know, here we go, stick stick around, and you, you try to work on things because relationships are really fucking hard. Real relationships are really, really hard. Really hard. And they're not, um, not just magic all the time. Yeah, well, like I said, they usually get harder, and I feel like yours has gotten better, stronger, mm-hmm. easier. Yes. Which is um, atypical, but for the better. Right. Yeah, and I think that when two people, like, really put in the work on both ends, then there's, like, probably more so, like, real magic. Yeah, I for guess. sure. Well, but, and you have to yeah. work on yourselves as individuals not just on the relationship too right because finding two people who are willing to do that simultaneously I think is difficult especially these days I feel like people just run away all the time yeah they're like oh there's 70,000 people on Instagram I could just head up Right. It's or whatever. Not, it's not one. like back when you had to like go to the local sock hop and like hope you met a single boy. <laughs> sock hop. That's great. What a weird thing. <laughs> I actually kind of wish it was like that. We can make one. Should we have a sock hop? Sure. It's the poor decision poor dec- sock hop. Poor decision sock hop. It's kind of hard to say. It is hard to say. I'm, listen, I'm into it. We can do it here. Perfect. I think it happened. Perfect. <laughs> Oh my god, more memories. But yeah, I think, um, I don't know, I think that I'm excited to talk about this topic today because I have like a lot of experience with love bombing, you know, <laughs> like a lot. I yeah. feel like majority of my relationships in life, it was like always this like, is this it, like <clears throat> the self-worth part of it? Like, do I, am I deserving of those things that are being said to me? kind of a thing at times and then like the overwhelmingness of like oh my god somebody loves me like that much and they like see how great I am yeah I I think I told you I saw a meme recently that was like 
something about when I when somebody starts love bombing me right after I meet them, I don't see it as a red red flag because I am amazing. Like of course you'd fall in love right. with me right away. And oftentimes I feel that, and I uh, cognitively I understand that um, love bombing is not healthy, especially if somebody doesn't really know you. Right. Um, it's a toxic trait. But I want to be love bombed. I enjoy it. And then when somebody starts doing it, I'm like, well, duh, you love me. Like, yeah. uh, not that I'm perfect. I'm plenty flawed. But like overall, the full package, not so bad. I can see why you'd fall in love with me. Yeah. Um, and knowing that, but being able to put it into practice are two very different things for me, especially right now. Hopefully, yeah. um, I can start to learn my lesson <laughs> well yeah and the universe is like really super good at just keep throwing it in your face oh until yeah you fucking snap out of it like Absolutely. painfully so sometimes i'm like geez what did i do but then i'm like oh yeah the universe repeated the same pattern continue well. to throw the same lessons at me until i learn them um yeah. and this one i feel like i'm halfway to learning it right like i mm -hmm. like admitting it's the first step you know, yeah. like I understand, I have the awareness, right. um, putting it into practice is proving to be difficult. Mm -hmm. Um, and for me, like I, I, I know what I want, right? Well, maybe, maybe not, I don't know, mm -hmm. but I, I know how I want somebody to like feel about me and yeah. how I want somebody to view me. Those that I feel pretty solid on, um. But knowing that maybe those wants of mine are not going to land me a healthy person is um, a little bit jarring and yeah. something that's been bothering me for a few years. I think I've talked to you about this, but I my last relationship ended a little over two years ago. It was super toxic, and I just had zero interest in men or dating yeah. after that. And Rightfully so. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> But it was weird for the people that know and love me. Everyone kept being like, you know, starting like a month into being single. And mm -hmm. for the next two years, everybody was like, whoa, what's, <laughs> what's wrong with you? Mm -hmm. It was unsettling for them um, because I was 34 years old and you know, nice and smart and good looking enough to date. Like, it's not mm -hmm. like I don't have options. So they were like, when are you going to start dating again? And finally, I was like, I, dating a toxic person did nothing to make me distrust people. It only served to make me distrust myself. I don't trust um, whether or not I can pick the right person, whether or not I can see red flags, um, and whether or not I can remove myself from an incredibly shitty situation. I actually know that's the hardest one. Like, mm -hmm. I can know that it's not going anywhere and that it's shitty, and the pain of a breakup seems too hard, and I just kind of, like, keep kicking it down the road. Like, I can make this decision tomorrow. I don't have to make it today, and I'll stay in something horrible for way too long. So um, I wasn't interested in dating, and then I kind of uh, cut myself slipping and <laughs> oh, yeah. let somebody come in and love bomb me for a little bit and um it went exactly about how you'd expect um 
just a little bit of love bombing and then a lot of nothing and well it was so short too like because I know that like I talked to you and you're like oh I'm already you already like broken it off and I'm like damn I didn't even know you had been like talking to them so yeah that's yeah how fast it was it was very fast because um I think when narcissists love bomb you it's for a very specific person, mm-hmm. for this person, I think it was sport, like just kind of making as many girls catch Aww. feelings as possible and then dip. So yeah. it didn't last long, but I mean, there were like a solid few weeks, like Kate said, um, yeah. like tacking his last name onto my name mm-hmm. and um, all kinds of other stuff, but yeah, which is it, like so. Cr- when you're in it, you don't see it. Like you're like, oh, that's cute, or that's charming. Yeah. And then now you're like, geez, oh my god. Looking back on it, that's how did I fall nuts. for that? <laughs> Looking back on it, I should have been like, wow, you're clingy. Like, but does he even know your middle name? Well, I yeah, that's the thing. I like told him like in a text message. I was like, this is my full name, and he like oh, okay. wrote back my full name with his last name on the end. <laughs> And for whatever reason, I was like, that's cute. And it's not. It's it's crazy. Which um, makes me feel a little crazy. Yeah. And and then um, some of my friends, or like people, I was really upset about it when it ended. And everyone's kind of like, this ended as quickly as it started. Like, why? Why are you so sad? And I was like, I'm not sad about the person. Like, the person I can get over. That part's easy. But like, these last two years that I've taken for myself because I had all of these fears and concerns mostly centered on me about dating, it just reaffirmed them. Um, So now I'm like in this weird self-doubt, like don't trust myself Mm -hmm. dilemma, which I know will get better. Um, But in the meantime, I think I'll continue to stay away from men. Or um, hire you to screen them for me. I don't know. Like, clearly I cannot be trusted to pick my own men. Uh, <laughs> just so, like, I don't even... I'm kind of, like... I'm an optimist in a lot of ways. But, like, lately I'm, like, such a pessimist when it comes to dating. And all my girlfriends. And, like, even in, my, in myself and my, my own decisions in the past. I'm, like, dating is fucking scary. It's like so it's scary. really fucking scary. And when I, one reason it took a minute to fully do my divorce in the past was because I was literally afraid. Well, like firstly, I was afraid to be alone. Like who isn't afraid? Yep. You're just like, oh my god. And I got two kids and all this stuff. But then I was like, I had like a dating app for like five seconds, and I was like, this is horrible because I'd never had a dating app before. Yeah. I'd been married before they were even a thing. Yes. And so I get on these dating apps, and I'm like, well, I only one. It was Hinge, I think. Yes, but um, I the amount of D or DMs or whatever messages were just fucking nuts, and the things the guys were saying were overwhelming as hell. So overwhelming. Like you guys, one guy asked, he goes, "Would you be down to come play ping pong in my basement?" That was the only. He never said hello, nice to meet you, uh, let's talk about each other. Just asked if I want to play ping pong in his basement. I'm like, fuck no. What a line. <laughs> I always, anytime that I've been on a dating app and messaged someone first, which is very few because I have not been on dating yeah. apps very many times, yep. not for long at least. Um, only when I'm on vacation, actually. Usually, I'm like, let's check out the talent. Might as well. One of the. Not, not one of the best date I ever went on in my entire life was in San Francisco with some firefighter. Uh-huh. I had I had been in town 
a couple of hours. Mm-hmm. I was with my parents visiting my little brother who lives there. And they were like, we're going to a movie. And I was like, we can go to a movie at home. Like, we're in San Francisco. Yeah. So they fucked up and went to a movie. And I was like, Tinder. And found this super hot firefighter. Um, shout out Tony Smith. <laughs> and met up with him. And it was the most fun. I'm sorry. That was a total tangent. But anyway... It's I was not. going to say. What happened to him? Where is he? Oh, he well, he's in San Francisco. That's where he lives. Um, he's very cute. That's it funny you bring that up because Serena and I just talked about San Francisco and the pirates there. Pirates? Yeah. I'm not gonna get into it again because is this like another conspiracy theory. No, it's like a real thing. <laughs> okay. The homeless people or whatever they like created this like gang and they go out and they because you know like it's a harbor. Yeah. There's boats. Yeah. Tons. And like even my cousin like her I think they had like a sailboat. Over there. Anyways. People keep their sailboats, all different kinds of boats. But yeah, people are like sinking boats, vandalizing boats. Like they, like, like literally, they take dinghies and they go from boat to boat, steal everything off it. What? Yeah. So, anyways, maybe you should hit him up. That's like a good way. Maybe, maybe you guys could, you know, talk about the pirate situation. <laughs> <laughs> Open so up that. So, what do you know about again? pirates? <laughs> yeah. um, it was the weirdest date though. Like we went out. We went to a bar restaurant and I think each got like two drinks and he got food and then the bartender was like hey we're actually closing right now don't worry about it I covered your tab and then we went to this like tiny hole in the wall bar that was like cash only all native San Francisco people like no transplants and the bartender was like hey my mom I think was your grade school teacher and he bought us drinks and then some girl we went to high school with came up and was like I went to high school with you I always had a crush on you, and she bought a drink, like, and neither one of us spent a dollar the whole night. This just kept happening the whole night, and we got hammered and made out in his car. It was very, very fun, but um, the I was going to say, the only times that I have, like, been on dating apps and messaged guys first, I just say the most out-of-pocket shit. Like, I'm like, either this is going to make them laugh, or it's going to scare them away one way or another, like... It'll weed out who I want versus who I don't want. So it's always something like, what's your stance on raccoons? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Or like, do you think a one-legged flamingo knows it only has one leg? You know, because they stand on one leg at a time. Um, But yeah, I can't say I've ever scared it, (laughs) truly scared anyone away with I just, I don't know if it's like, it probably is me because like I know if you keep, again, like we said, if you keep repeating the same patterns, like there's something you're not working on. But I've just had, I've just come across the most manipulative men. Like, I feel like on the planet. Perhaps. Yeah. A good number of them have dated me. Um, I mean, I can vouch for that notion, having, (laughs) having seen and heard about plenty of the people you've dated, yeah. Oh my god. But so I have this, like, untrusting, so, like, sometimes to me, it's kind of hard, I'm like, I, I, like, even now, like, my boyfriend and I, we've been together, like, three years, and sometimes I'm like, is he trying to manipulate me right now? (laughs) Probably. Probably, though. But that's the thing, I I feel like guys do that. Most manipulative people, I don't think they do it consciously, like, I don't think they're like, I'm gonna manipulate this person. Right. I think, Sometimes I can be manipulative, and I'm never doing it on purpose. I don't know I'm doing it. It's just like a learned behavior, which mm-hmm. is wild because yeah, truly I don't think most people are that aware of why they're doing what they're doing. Well, see, and that's the thing is like you're sitting here saying that, so that means you're self-aware, so that means you're probably the bigger person in the situation, so... I mean, 
lately, yeah. Yeah. My dating history is weird. I dated the most wonderful young men when I was younger. I had great taste. I liked really, really nice guys. Mm -hmm. And somewhere along the way, <laughs> I decided that I wanted people to treat me like shit. Speaking <laughs> of. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that was my boss that called. I should have put this on, oh, it is on silent. <laughs> I have no idea. I just thought it was a dude. I'm like, <laughs> it's my boss. <laughs> um, yeah. So what is like, I don't know. How do you, how do you think you're going to go move forward? Like with dating? I'm just going to die alone. Okay. <laughs> I was, I was like, fuck, I shouldn't ask this because I bet she's going to say, like, I'll be alone forever. And yes, <laughs> Something just... crazy? Um, I don't know. That's a really good question. I haven't figured it out yet. I'm yeah. guessing that I will um, keep doing what I've been doing, which is just kind of, you know, enjoy my time with my friends and by mm -hmm. myself. But um, I don't know. We'll see. Wait until the next one weasels their way in. I just can't see myself being like, oh, yeah, I like you too, to somebody that's just like, meh about me. Yeah. But I don't know. I could be wrong. We'll see. I guess yeah. I'll just got to see what happens. I'm definitely not going to, like, hop on dating apps. I mean, I haven't been on dating apps in years and years. Mm -hmm. um, and I have no intention of starting that. So I'm not looking, but, yeah. you know, maybe... Everyone keeps telling me, like, when you're not looking, that's when you'll find the right person. But I'm like, I've been actively not looking for, yeah. intentionally not looking for several years, and nobody great has popped up. So, unless they are, and I don't know it, but. Um, yeah. I mean, like, obviously, like, Jesse and I aren't talking about splitting, but you know, there's always those, like, things in your head where you're like, whoa, what would happen to me if. What would you do? Yeah, and and we've probably had that conversation, like, a little blaze or something, too. Like, what would we, you know? Yeah. But I've thought about it, and I'm like, honestly, I don't trust anybody. Like, especially if things went sour with him, I would be like, I'm just, I'm going to be alone. I'm just for real going to be alone. Because, you know, the amount, you see the amount of work that, and effort I put into things, like, almost a little too much at times. I'm mm -hmm. like, dude, if that didn't work out, I think I would just be like, all right. I'm just gonna chill by myself. Yeah. You know, so I can totally see what you're talking about there. And it's not, I mean, it's, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. You know? Like, everybody's afraid to be alone. Oh, I'm right? not afraid to be alone. Well, most people, like, deep down, like, humans, we like interaction. Yeah. We like a connection. We want to be around people. Like, I guess I don't want to die alone. I'm <laughs> not afraid of being alone right now. Um, And, you know, I'm 36 years old and I... I am 99% sure I don't want kids. So, like, right. I'm not in a rush to find a partner. Right. Um, and I certainly would rather be alone for a while while I'm looking for the right one mm -hmm. than just take any person to fill the void. Yeah. But, you know, eventually I hope I'm not alone forever and ever. Well, I know, because that's, like, an interesting thing, like, uh, for a minute in my personal relationship, you know, my relationship that I'm in now, you know, there was a lot of like, is this worth it? You know, there's always yeah. those moments where you're like, do I put in more work? Ugh, you're scared and stuff. It's so hard. Like recently I'm like, I think you just like pick, you pick your person and you put in work. You know what I mean? Cause like who would have thought that I'd be where I am right now in my relationship? For sure. Do you know what I mean? For sure. It's such a like 
confusing, like... Some are easier than others. Like, they're... 100%. Yeah. yeah. Some people are just normal, and they, like, yeah. fucking don't have a bunch of drama and shit. But. Yes. Like, my my last relationship, it definitely was not worth the work. Oh, yeah, no. You know, but I didn't... I didn't know that until it was too late. Right. <laughs> Some people are pretty good at, uh, at hiding things for a while, but... Mm-hmm. And... Some people, some couples just, I don't know, try for way too long to make something that's not going to work, work. Yes. But then there's people like my parents who got pregnant with me after six months, got married, and I remember being a kid thinking they didn't like each other at all. And my mom's friends will, like, to this day be like, do you remember being, like, 12 years old and telling your parents to get a divorce? And I'm like, no, I don't remember that. And everyone's like, you're, like, the only kid I ever met that wanted their parents to get a divorce. That would be you. That's funny. I'm I'm so practical. I mean, I'm super emotional, too, but, like, I I see things generally generally from a pretty practical sense. Right, realism. Yeah. Yeah, but then at some point they decided to get therapy together mm-hmm. and their therapist also suggested that they see her individually and then eventually my brother went to the same therapist mm-hmm. um and then they wanted me to go and I remember going as my first session and um my therapist Brenda was like why are you here and I was like, well, my parents used to hate each other, and now they love each other, and they're great. So if you can make that happen, you must work miracles. Perfect. And I meant it. And she, uh, my parents love each other more than I ever remember them seeing, remember seeing them love each other. And this has been um, 10 years, probably, since mm-hmm. they started therapy together. And the last 10 years have been great, the best between them. Um, but therapy still didn't make me stop picking love bombing men so maybe it didn't work all all the miracles but quite a few for sure that's okay yeah and I think like that with your parents you know that's that it's interesting when you have like a third perspective for a relationship like Jesse and I have a couple counselors that I talk about all the time because I fucking love him he's great but um there's like it's so interesting to hear him like like, put us in our place kind of a thing. Like, when we, we both explain our side of something, mm-hmm. and he's like, all right, sit down. Listen to this. <laughs> like, you're not – you need to be doing this. You're not listening to her. You, she's not listening – you know, there's, like – I love – I really, really feel that, like, relationships that you should have that kind of medium. Oh, for right? sure, yeah. Um, but, yeah, so, eh, okay. <laughs> Um, what was, like, something, is there another relationship that you've had, or is there, like, is there something else on the subject of love bombing that's, like, right in the front of your brain? The only thing I think that, like, keeps going through my head, I mean, I don't, it's not a story, but I think for me, I know that I have so much love to give. Like, I, I think... To an extent, I'm a love bomber. Mm. Um, not immediately upon meeting a person, but like once I catch feelings, I am like all in. I think that I could wake up next to the same person every day for 50 years and still be like, I love you so much. You're so handsome. How'd I get so lucky? And I know most people aren't like that. And so I think that like subconsciously, I'm picking love bombers because I am looking for somebody who can receive. 
and reciprocate the level of love that I have to give. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's like a self-preservation measure. It's not just that like I love attention, which is what my best guy friend likes to tell me. He's like, you're a red flag. You love attention. And I don't really think that about you. No, I don't think so either. <laughs> I'm going to shut that off. <laughs> That's okay. We got, like, you guys, today there's, like, the national weather, or the government's, like, sending out all these freaking alerts. All the devices were going off at the same time at, like, 118. Everything was going off. It was the, like, emergency alert system test. I'm, like, triggered now. I'm like, ah! <laughs> Yeah, a I lot keep of my noise. Phone on silent most of the time. Yeah, me too. So today in the car, I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> la 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 la. I didn't, I didn't listen to it because like I told her that I've, I've, I heard another conspiracy because you guys know I like those, and it was like saying that they chose those, those that 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 wavelength or that sound to like control to activate control. So I was like this in the car, la 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 la. <laughs> So I mean, stupid. I hope that's not true. I'm just like, if it is, here we go. That's not that hard to do. I'll just do this. La, la, la. You know what I mean? I guess. But well, how could that control you? I don't know. The scientists are saying that certain, like, frequencies can, yeah. like, activate things. Like, hypnos- hypnosis. You know, there are, like, these things. And I'm like, whatever. Like, you know, I just like to listen to these things. And I'm, I don't, I don't usually make up my mind on something. I'm not like, oh my god, I wear a tinfoil hat and I fucking <laughs> turn my phone off all the time. And that's not the case. I was just like, well, this is, seems easy. If it is true. <laughs> it's so loud, though. Does that even work? It did. I was okay. like, oh. And my, my phone was hooked up to Bluetooth. And it was, like, going through the Bluetooth, so I just, like, turned it down. It is such an obnoxious sound. It, it is really horrible. It was, it and was, it's so loud. It was literally traumatizing, but anyways. When I was in Vegas a couple weeks ago, they it was when they were having flooding, and I was on oh, the strip right. the whole time, so there was, like, I'm guessing they have pretty good drainage on the strip. They have to, right? So I didn't see any flooding, or maybe a tiny bit, but... Uh, you would be walking down the strip, and like every few hours, everybody's phones around would be doing that, like oh, the flooding thing. Yeah, because everyone was getting flood warnings. It was wild. Yeah, and I know that like the weather is so much different. Like there's a lot of different crazy weather, so they have to. I mean, I think yeah, we don't get severe weather, like those loud alerts on our phones very often. No. Um, yeah, we really. I mean, there's not a lot that happens in the Midwest that's like crazy besides like like really cold temperatures. Yeah, but you don't get alerts like not the urgent alert like the the same noise as the Amber Alert those for cold. I hate those. Hey, our the friend we met through and yes. his family they were all in Hawaii when Hawaii got that like fake nuclear bomb alert oh God, what did thing they do? i think they all just like looked at their phones and were like what the fuck and then it was like cleared up very shortly thereafter it was like an intern or something like accidentally sent a th- <laughs> yeah sent the like Ugh. test alert that was like incoming nuclear bomb that's not what exactly what it was right. it wasn't that straightforward but but it was scary can you imagine no yeah. i can't well i can and i can't i'm just i like i Okay, so I have PTSD in my brain, and so a lot of the times I'm just, like, assuming the worst possible situation is going to happen. Yeah. So that wouldn't be that shocking to me. I'd be like, okay, great, here we go. Yeah. I'm also not 
I don't really fear death. Like if I was in a immediate life, immediate and obvious life or death situation, I'd probably be afraid. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, I'm like kind of a night. I always consider or like call myself the most optimistic nihilist you'll ever meet. Yeah. For I don't. I think that life is relatively pointless. I'm like, everybody out here, like, you know, some people have great jobs and make a ton of money, some make none, but, like, we all die Yeah. probably relatively around the same age. Like, you're just mm-hmm. working to eventually die, and then none of it fucking mattered. I'm True. also an atheist, so, like, I truly believe when you're dead, you're gone, none of it mattered. I kind of feel the same way. I have these thoughts a lot. I'm like, what do you do? Like, what happens when you die? For real, like what? Yeah. Do you, what? Do you just nothing, right? But I'm comforted. <laughs> I'm, I'm so genuinely I, I comforted it, by the fact that there's nothingness. Like I think life is really hard, and I, I relatively speaking, think I have a good life. I'm happy. I have great friends. I have great family. I have a lot of fun. Yeah. But I'm like I'm, like when it's over, that'll be a nice break. You know? Oh my God. I'm not. I'm not saddened by the idea of being dead and gone. I think the only reason that I wish I was religious is um, I like the idea of seeing my loved ones again when they're dead and gone. Like when I have people, I fortunately haven't had many people super close to me die, but Mm -hmm. when they start to go, I know I'm going to be like, wow, I really wish that I knew I was going to see them, like knew in my heart that I was going to see them someday, but I know in my heart that when we're gone, we're gone. So, but I get it. I'm also, you know, all things considered, a pretty happy, optimistic person mm-hmm. for someone who's like, none of it fucking matters. I so. think that's just like going back to the realist part of it, though. You're like, oh, I have the, like, I'm very, like, this is just what happens. Yeah. You know? Like, if some people are like, oh, I gotta go to, ch-. no offense, but oh, I gotta go to church. I gotta really work on, like, myself for the afterlife. And there's, like, all this crap and all this stuff. And you're just like, eh. Yeah. I mean, it allows me to not take things too seriously. True. I can just kind of do what I want and have fun and enjoy myself. And the only real consequences are, you know, incredibly short term. Like, okay, maybe I won't have enough money to do the next fun thing because I did this fun thing or whatever it may be. Right. Um, But the consequences are very short term. I'm not like, oh, I'm going to go to hell. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, yeah. And hey, if I do, I think hell sounds like, a lot more fun well yeah and that's that's the, like we have a lot that in common because like we have this kind of like realistic way of thinking i also said i'm delusional so i, I do remember that <laughs> i remember me saying that but like equal parts or like you know i'm not overly religious i'm not mm-hmm. i'm like okay I, I i believe jesus christ was a person but a lot of the rest of it i'm like it seems like magic Right? Yeah, like the water into wine So thing. that's, like, not real, right? That could not possibly... Like, I've never seen somebody just do fucking magic, right? So unless it was just Jesus Christ and he's <laughs> the only one, right, who is magic, okay, fine. But I, like, have to see it with my eyes before and there's I'm going to be, like... nobody since that's been magic? Like, right, so I'm going to say, I'm like, okay, I don't see it with my eyes, which doesn't make me believe the situation. And then there's all yes. these documentaries all the time about these people of power and churches and shit who are just manipulating and being fucking awful people. Yes. So again, not ripping on anyone's religion, nothing, I, just what with what I see with my eyes, I don't, I just have not seen magic happen. For sure. Like real magic, like a whole ocean splitting apart or whatever, you know, like. 100%. So I'm like, 
I don't know if heaven and hell are a thing. I don't know. Because I can't see it. Objectively, plenty of the stories in the Bible are absolutely like metaphorical fairy tales. Right. Like, I don't I don't think, I don't know, I as a non-religious person, I can't say for sure, but I think there are probably plenty of people who don't take those stories literally. Right. Whether or not they were meant to be taken literally, I guess I'm unsure with the book written mm-hmm. thousands of years ago. Right. Or hundreds of years well, ago. Well, it's but been rewritten a bunch of times. T- tons by of By like times. a bunch of random ass people. So yeah. okay, what's their agenda in this part? I feel like... I feel like there were plenty of people during the rewritings that were like, this part's boring, mm-hmm. let's spice it up a bit, and then like threw a bunch of fucking animals on an ark and was like, that's a good story. Right. So. Yeah. My children, they went to Catholic school and they, my daughter just got baptized and she's super into it and I think that's great. And she's a young girl, so I don't think it's bad that a lot of the things it teaches her that's fine. For sure. Fucking, yes, go for it. And like you said, like metaphorically, there's a lot of things like people people pull excerpts out, you know, for weddings, for this, for that. You mm-hmm. know, there's a lot of people like to align it with the life part, right? Like yes, real life. totally. So I get it. I do. But I, I just, for me, I, I'm like, I, I'm kind of like you where I'm like, I, maybe I'm like annoyingly real, but I just don't see it. So I don't yes. really believe any of it. I am the exact same way. Like if you... If you can't show me some proof, I'm yeah. going to be skeptical. If you can't show me some proof and it doesn't sound accurate, mm-hmm. I'm going to be skeptical. There are some things, for instance, like like physicists. Like, I don't know right. anything about physics. I'm right. an idiot when it comes to that. So we can't speak on that. So, like, if a <laughs> physicist himself told me, the, you know, some some principle obviously that I wouldn't understand I'd be like okay yeah I believe you because like you're an expert on the subject right like right. things that I can't comprehend myself but if it's just a story like if you came to me and started explaining physics to me and what you were saying didn't sound right to me I'd be like Kate's smart girl but she's not a physicist so right. I might be skeptical there are some things in life where you have to right. trust experts to an extent because right. you don't have like the breadth of knowledge to get it mm-hmm. but um the bible as far as i'm concerned does not strike me as expert knowledge no and then it's like okay so we're just saying that like evolution is not a thing yeah i think there are like but i don't again i don't ever i'm never gonna speak on something like i'm an expert on it because i really don't there's really nothing that i'm an expert on that I feel in any way. I could be like, I'm a fucking expert on this. Maybe bad decisions. Hence <laughs> <laughs> the podcast. I'm like, yeah, I'm an expert on shitty life decisions. Yes. But yeah, I'm never like, that's why I don't like to talk about politics and like the conspiracy part of it. Like, I just think it's interesting. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, I heard this. I've never heard that before. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, this is interesting. And so then I get into it or things like that. I like to learn. So whatever. But yeah, I, d- I could never like fucking go down somebody's throat about some topic i'm just not an expert you guys yeah i mean i don't think there's really much if anything that i'm an expert on either um so i try not to like get um preachy about things but there are like some feelings or beliefs that i that i believe pretty strongly or feel pretty strongly about sense right 
Well, I would hope so. No, but I mean, like, like you were like, oh, yeah, that's common sense. I get that. Oh, yeah. But a lot of times it's, like, feelings. Like, mm-hmm. this, like, the like right and wrong. Mm-hmm. Not, I think there's plenty of gray area in life, too. But, but if it's something that is, like, a belief or, like, a value of mine, that's the kind of thing that I would get, like, heated and argumentative over mm-hmm. rather than, like, facts about something that I know just a little bit about or whatever but I mean I will certainly argue with people and get feisty if it's like a value that I hold dear yeah I'm super passionate and my boyfriend will tell you that I can be fucking irritating right when I don't like to be wrong either so like if you really get me going I'll be like all right now I'm gonna fucking drive it home well we're both stubborn we're going there (laughs) oh yeah we were fighting the other day and like we literally just like we both just shut down because we're both so stubborn we just like won't come together and I'm like shit this is not gonna go good for us but anyways but this is like a good um, little gateway into our next conversation. So mansplaining, right? And that has to do with people thinking, men thinking they're experts. Yes. <laughs> so I, I'll talk about where I heard this really quick. Um, Michael Lewis. Well, wait, maybe wait, no do time. you remember the, the definition though? Of mansplaining? Yeah. Um, it's just like men explaining something to women that they don't know that much about in like a condescending manner which overly I really confident way yeah yes. which I feel like men do plenty and I was heard like all about men's overconfidence yeah <laughs> on this podcast so Michael Lewis he's like an incredible author he has written all these books where basically he just he's like a researcher at heart he he's like very a very curious person and so he'll like start researching a topic just because he thinks it's interesting and he wants to know, not even planning to write about it, and then he'll like right. have enough there that he's like, this would make a great book. So he wrote like The Moneyball, or Moneyball, The Big Short, Blind Side, like a bunch of books that have been turned into movies. Right. Anyway, so he has a podcast called Against the Rules, and I was listening to this episode recently called um, The Overconfidence Game, I think, and he was talking, the it really centered around like mansplaining and men being overly confident. It actually was more like female centric, but um, okay. but did explain a lot about like why men are like this. So basically, um, Oxford University, I think. Nope, something like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't remember. Um, did a study and concluded that men are thirty. Per- are, are they are likely to overestimate their ability to do something by 30%. So men are like 30% more confident in their abilities than, than their actual abilities. Yeah, and women tend does. to underestimate their abilities. Yeah. And I'm listening to this and I was like, oh my God, that's me when I'm drunk. Like I overestimate my abilities by at least 30% when I'm drunk, I'm like, mm-hmm. I can fight that girl that just bumped into me. I'm yeah. like 110 pounds. Yeah. The soaking wet. Yeah. Um, or I suddenly think I'm like athletic and have hand-eye coordination, which I am not and I don't. Mm-hmm. Things like that. So I'm like, I can totally, I think I can see like where men are in this like spectrum of confidence yeah because I don't know 
I don't know how accurate it would be to say that I underestimate my confidence. I, I think I'm, I think I pretty much know what I'm good and what I'm not good at. Mm -hmm. But I was like, wow, what a world to like sit there and think that you are more capable than you are every day. And I also talked about like, I think it was um, between the ages of like between like third grade and eighth grade or something like that. Like, kids start out being the same level, kind of like, boy-girls start out being the same. Mm-hmm. And it's between, like, third and eighth grade or something like that, that women lose, like, 20% of their confidence or 40%. It was yeah. massive. Which, more these days because of social media. Oh, I know. Yeah, social media ruined us. Although, I don't know. I think it, I think that hits boys, too. Definitely. But it's I don't just, think not as much. Like, no, the body confidence not. thing is, like. It's just got. It's become impossible to not compare yourself to everybody else and people that have totally unattainable lives and bodies and jobs and stuff like that. Like Mm -hmm. the vast majority of people could or will never be that. And so you're, I mean, a lot of times when it comes to looks, they're Photoshopped. Like they don't even look like that. So growing up in a time where you're comparing yourself to like a false standard inevitably will fuck with your head yeah and to nauseam like i've said it and experts will say it like social media like people and i can tell you from personal experience people only post highlights of their life absolutely like you don't see like me like hiding in my bathroom because my kid like i can't control my children because my son has an extreme addiction to his ipad you know what i mean like there's like these moments that are just literal life moments that everybody has, but you don't see those because everybody's like, oh, I look hot in this picture, or oh, mm-hmm. my boyfriend and I look great here, or we had so much fun doing this, or, ugh, yeah. Well, yeah, like, every time I talk to somebody who I haven't talked to in a minute, mm-hmm. they're like, what have you been up to? And I was like, oh, nothing, I'm super boring, I've been hibernating, <laughs> like, yeah. I truly went out, like, twice in, like, an eight-month period last year. Mm-hmm. Um, I... I am a total homebody and I'll say that and people are like yeah right like you travel and go to so many shows like you're always doing fun stuff and I'm like literally the only time you ever see me post myself on social media is when I'm out like I'm I'm not posting the every other day that I don't ever change out of my sweatpants haven't washed my hair in a week it's in a messy bun and I'm just like in bed with my dog right that's the vast majority of my life yeah but nobody wants to see me hanging out with my dog actually maybe they do my dog's pretty funny no and then too like i i just think like people don't really want to be vulnerable you know like we don't want to be yeah we don't want to be like outwardly vulnerable i mean i do no but but i mean like where because like social media there comes a lot of criticism with things like people just look at it and go that's that's that's, i don't want to see that you know what i mean like i think people like I think it's hard. I don't know. I wouldn't say that social media is a good place to be, like, really, like, raw and, like, open. No. Because it's, like, kind of, it's just, it's fake. Yeah, for sure. And it's, and everybody has access, right? Like, it's not, like, like, face-to-face where you get to select, like, be Mm -hmm. very selective of who has access to what parts of your life. That being said, I'm probably one of very few people that will tell anybody anything about me the first time I meet them. I'm like, want to hear about all my trauma? I'm <laughs> such an overshare. It, 
probably to a problematic degree. Like it was something my therapist used to tell me. You don't need to tell everybody <laughs> everything about yourself. And I was like, I just don't know how not to. I'm such an overshare. But yeah, on social media, I think it's a little different. Like not that I, I'm not willing to, to embarrass myself or like talk about things that might be kind of private. It's the the concept doesn't bother me, but mm-hmm. it, mostly I'm like, what's interesting to other people? Mm-hmm. Probably yeah. not that. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear about my feelings on Instagram. No, my they're like, show us your ass. My dad, <laughs> my dad, he's like, he's one of the most successful car salesmen around, right? He's been doing it for thirty years, the same place, and he is like. He he won like plaques every month, salesman of the month, like for uh, probably like thirty years. You know, like if he didn't, he was probably on vacation. Sure, he's very competitive, but he's really, really, he's very highly intelligent, and he's like really good with people. And like one thing he would always tell me, because I worked with, I worked in the car business for ten years on and off under him at times, and he would tell me he's like. He's like, just ask people questions. They love to talk about them. Like, people love to talk about themselves. Ew. So, yes, people probably didn't, you know, they, like, they necessarily, they're like, okay, this girl's talking a lot about herself, right? So maybe they didn't want to, right? But, like, you were enjoying it. So who cares? Kind yeah. Kind of a thing. You know what I mean? Like, because my dad's always like, oh, people love to, like, hear themselves talk. They just like to talk, like, ask people questions. Is that why I'm an overshare? Because I just like to talk. Probably well, I like is. to talk, too. All women, I've, but like I've told you before, you know, we have that bigger communication part of our brain. For sure. So we like to talk. Yeah. So yeah, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. It's a good thing. Like, everyone wants to talk. And that people like yeah. to talk about themselves. They just do. You know? For sure. Yeah. I don't think it's a bad thing. No, I don't think it's and, a and bad I, thing, but... No, but I'm saying, like, don't feel like oversharing is, like... And because people will use it against you, Yes, too, exactly. Which is not okay, in my opinion. I've been there recently, actually. <laughs> With a love bomber. It's yes. just all coming together. Yes. Do you Tripped have, again. <laughs> do you have any examples of somebody mansplaining to you? God. I'm love sure you all, have. Love all the men love. in my life, but they're all, like, <sighs> very, like, macho. Okay. Okay. So... Even my ex-husband, like, and I don't, and I say this respectfully, I don't know if it's, like, an insecurity thing or if it's, but everything is very much, like, you just have to work out and you just have to drink water and, like, all your problems are solved. Mm -hmm. Literally, all the men in my life, like, if something comes up, it's like that. Yeah. Okay. I mean, so you constantly have people constantly, like, man's like, like, Kate, if you just did this, then everything would be fine. Yeah. I'm like, what? I was just talking about um, my children. Like, how does that have to do with working out and drinking water? Like, I can't think <laughs> of an exact, like, scenario, but yeah. if that makes sense, it's always, like, they know exactly what you should be doing, right? For sure. Yeah. Yeah, those those two things don't don't relate to each other right Mm -hmm. like your relationship with your kids and then working out and drinking water it might might impact a little bit like how you feel about things but my dog (laughs) is scratching on the door (laughs) i'm gonna let her in so she doesn't keep doing that (laughs) okay so 
Sorry, guys. We just had a, a moment. We had to acknowledge Danica's dog. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so she she's going to break through the door. A uh, 10-pound creature <laughs> trying to dig her way through the glass door. She does it constantly. Yeah. Monster. So back to the mansplaining thing. So yeah. I think for me, it's just always like, oh, your life will just be, like, why do you, why is that an issue? Like, everything's not that hard. Like, if you just did this, like, simple thing or whatever they're saying, your life will be easier. I'm like, what? And a lot of the times, that's not when you want to hear that. No. Well, like, when you're talking about your feelings or something, you're like, what? Why would I want, what? Men are problem solvers, right? And, like, I... I know for sure that I process my feelings by talking about them. If I, I can sit there and like think about what how I'm feeling over and over and over again on a loop and like still not quite understand it, like I have to say it out loud sometimes. I don't even need it to be a dialogue. Like mm-hmm. I just have to hear myself say it to somebody else before it'll click to me like why I'm feeling the way I'm feeling or why I am the way I am. Right. Um, and I think that a lot of times in a relationship, like your partner is the person you talk to about how you're feeling, but whether or not it's about them and men only yeah. know how to problem solve. So they're immediately yeah. like, well, this is what you should do mm-hmm. or this is how you should feel or you're overreacting or whatever. And it's like, I don't need feedback on my feelings. I am simply telling you how I feel because that's how I process and move forward. Yes. And, um, and men are wired differently and I think that like knowing that is important but also teaching them that that's not what I need when I'm upset like I maybe just need you to listen, listen and that shut the fuck up it. no <laughs> yeah or like even better listen and then be like I'm sorry you're feeling that way like that's Yes, so literally a a professional told me that like, yes, men are problem solvers. Like you you literally have to like tell them exactly like how you're feeling and then what they're supposed to do is what can I do to help you? That's the only thing. Our couple services told Jesse, he's like, the only thing that you need to say to follow up on that is what can I do to help you? Yeah, what do you need from me? And it's fucking simple. And generally the fights happen because, like, I start with my feelings and then he doesn't ask me that question. Mm-hmm. Instead he tells me what to do. Yeah. And then I'm pissed off because I don't like being told what to do. Yes. I mean, oftentimes somebody will tell me to do something that I'm planning on doing already and then I'm like, "Well, now I'm not going to because you told me to." Yeah. <laughs> you know. So, or the other way around, like if they're like, "Don't do this, don't do this." You're like, "Well, now I have to do it." And I don't even yeah. want to do it. Yeah. Definitely been, been there. So many times in my life where I'm like, literally I go somewhere and I'm like, "I don't even fucking want to be here, but I'm doing it cuz I committed to this shit, dude." Constantly. That's why I said I feel like I'm either stuck in my teenage self or, like, my child self a lot of the times because I'm like, why am I doing this? Oh, yeah. Like, I'm just not acting like an adult at all. Yes. I I am finally to a point in my life where I don't mind telling somebody, I'm sorry, I'm just not up for it. Right. Like, I don't have the emotional capacity to do that right now or the energy or whatever it is. Yeah. Which is... It's a lot lately so for me. Freeing. Oh my god, it's constantly for me. Like, I don't know why any of my friends still make plans with me. It's the chances that I'm going to be like, mm. yeah. I just keep pushing her. Like, I'll be like, all right, what day is going to work for you? Let's do this. Or I'm going to pop up on your ass. Because um, I'll be the same way. I'll just 
fucking sit at home and start 60 projects and I don't really do anything either. Oh, yeah. I you mean, probably go out more than me. Of course. Well, yeah, I know you do. Lately. Yeah. Like this summer, yes, for sure. This yeah. summer I went a little wild. And <laughs> before I was only going because my boyfriend would drag me. Yeah, but you were around. going out. Oh, 100%. Mm-hmm. Not by choice sometimes. <laughs> He's like, it's going to be fun. Come on, let's go. And then it was not fun. But anyways. um, He and I teamed up on you last this past Friday and oh, tried to get right. you to go out. And you were, yeah. you stayed I was like, very, no. very firm in your no. No. He did this. He Going back to manipulating, and he'll, he'll tell you this is true also. He used to run game on me, man. He would be like, this is going to be really fun because he was trying to, like, set a tone. But we would go to do something, and it would be the complete opposite of fun, uh-huh. you know? But this was during his, like, drug and alcohol situation. Yeah. So there's not going to be a whole lot of fun He's to be sad. had. So, anyways, I really want to talk about with you on another episode about, like, adults hanging out without alcohol. Oh, yeah, we should definitely talk about that. Because <laughs> we did that on Friday, last Friday. And you were like, oh my god, this is so great. Like, I've never hung out with Jesse Silver. Like, he's great. Yeah. And I'm like, I know. And that's interesting because, like, now, you know, I'm not against drinking. I'll have a mm-hmm. glass of wine or something. But I just don't, I don't do it right now. Don't need it. Yeah. Not in it. Um, But, yeah, it, it's hard because a lot of, like, my friends will be like, let's go to this bar. Or let's go to this place. And mm-hmm. we, I want to get these new drinks. I'm like, I don't really feel the same way. Oh my gosh, I remember recently I saw on Instagram this like super cute bar restaurant that opened up and I sent it to you and oh, you were yeah. like, not for me, it looks fun though, you should do it. And I was like, why? And you're like, I don't go out in that scene anymore. And I was like, no, I want to go like during the daytime and okay. get lunch and take and pictures. And I was like, lead with that then. Super cute aesthetic. I just sent you the yeah. post, like the video with no explanation. Toxic. Okay. <laughs> no, 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 I totally get what you're saying. If you... <laughs> It's like, it definitely looks like kind of nightclub at night, so I... You know what? It wasn't even toxic. It was just like me setting a boundary I'm for myself. I'm proud of you. You should and then, do that. But then like immediately when you said, I was like, oh shit, should I have said that? You know, you go through this oh, whole no. life. You said the right thing. I <laughs> I know where you're at right now in life and right. how you want to be spending your time. Um, but the fact that I didn't specify, but also like you know me, chances are I'd rather go to dinner than like out like yeah for the whole night drinking no. partying that's i used to have fun but i don't think i've had fun doing that really since like carefree in a sense too like not like thinking about like oh fuck the next day or my kids or this that and the mm-hmm. other thing i don't think i've had fun doing that since i was probably in my 20s oh i still have fun going on no i know that. and that's just me like i'm just a worry wart yeah and a lot of it is, like, PTSD and stupid shit, but I just, I'm like, eh, I'm kind of a bummer right now, because I just, I can't, I can't, like, unwind. You're not a bummer, though, like, we're... I know, I'm we're, fine, but... We're, like, at an age in life, or, like, a spot in life, where I think a lot of our peers, probably the majority of them, like, that doesn't sound fun to them anymore. Right. Um, just the fact that we're, like... Well, you do have kids. I don't. But eh. you have kids, what, half the time? Yes. And that we are, like, both friendly and outgoing and have fun being around people and and are received well by other people like that. I think that is part of what makes it fun to, like, go mm-hmm. out and do that kind of thing. But I am certainly aware that that 
in the eyes of most of our peers, we're probably not a bummer. We're probably still really fun. Right. Yeah. And I, I know I'm fun, but it's also, like, taxing on me. I'm yeah. Like, Ugh. I don't like it because I go out and everybody, like, kind of magnetized to me. I'm like, this is a lot. I'm already, I'm already yeah. Enough. Yeah, I do like to be social and I do like to talk, but I don't know. I think I'm just in a different... I hate using the word era because it reminds me of Taylor Swift right now, but... Um. Are you not a Taylor Swift fan? I'm not. Oh, I love Taylor Swift. And that's fine. <laughs> I just, I never got into her and I still don't. And now I'm just like, it's too much for me. So I don't know. I just, my daughter's always, I'm a Swiftie mom. Like, maybe that's I was not a Taylor Swift fan until I went to a Taylor Swift concert. Because yeah. a friend of mine got free tickets. And I went to like the... Uh, reputa- reputation to her. Oh, yeah. And that's when she had, like, finally, like, put in work and learned to dance and, like, was, like, hot and not awkward. And I was like, I fucking love Taylor Swift. Now I'm a Swiftie for sure. Now I'll take that information in, like, every other topic and I'll just, yeah. I don't, know. <laughs> I don't but I just, I've never gotten into her. So I'm just like, I don't know. And then my, then maybe it's because, like, my daughter's so, like, adamant that I like her that I'm like, stop. You just need to go to the Taylor Swift show. I'm telling you, it'll change you. I can afford do you, it. Do you know, seriously, do you know um, the comedian Andrew Schultz? Andrew Schultz? That sounds familiar. I saw a clip of him on a podcast recently, and he was saying, um, I just went to ta- the, the Taylor Swift show, whatever, right mm-hmm. before they recorded this. And he's like, she's the best fucking artist of all time. And the other guys in the podcast were like trying to argue with him. And he's like, listen, I've never liked Taylor Swift. I've made fun of her for years. It was humbling. I went, he's like, best show I've ever seen in my life. Nobody in the world has more hits with no features, like no other artists oh, on it. And he's like, she writes all of her own music. Like the performance was incredible. And he's like, best performer of all time, best artist of all time. And he's like, and I wasn't even a fan. And he's like, now I'm her biggest fan. Hilarious. So apparently this is, I'm not the only one. Once you see no, Taylor Swift not, live. No, you're clearly not the only one. <laughs> well, I know I'm not the only Taylor Swift fan, but like once you see Taylor Swift yeah. live, it will convert you. I yeah. promise. Yeah, she'd be fucking, she'd pop up all day on my newsfeed too. I'm like, it's okay. She's going to be here in Minnesota next, this next week. Oh, for the game? Yep. Well, she might not be. Maybe they'll be broken up by then. Oh, she did? Yep. <laughs> all so, right. I, she's doing a lot for football. They do, seriously. Um, and for Travis Kelsey, I, like, my favorite trend right now is women making videos trolling their, like, boyfriends and husbands being, like, Taylor Swift put Travis Kelsey on the map and just watching these men's faces turn, and they're like, no, she fucking didn't, babe! No, she didn't! I wonder if that'll be, like, an issue for him, because, you know, like, men, they just do have an ego. Do you know what I'm saying? Like... Like, that she's wealthier, more yeah, famous. Yeah, and that she, like, put him on the map. She's probably the most famous person in the world, don't you think? Probably. Do you right think there's now, anybody more recognizable on the planet? I don't know. It's so funny because Kim Kardashian, I just feel like she's kind of on a downward mm. spiral of, like, less. I forgot about Kim Kardashian. That's Maybe what I'm saying. Is. Everybody kind of is right now, I feel like. We're not really that. I'm not interested in what Kylie has going on. Isn't or Kendall or Chloe? <laughs> I don't. I don't actually care anymore. And that's just me. I just don't care what did. they're doing. I know. I really didn't either. I didn't really watch the Kardashians. And now, especially, I really don't care. But I feel like Kim was yeah. probably 
She's definitely the most famous. Yeah. I think I read once, I remember being a kid, and it must have been in some, like, kids' magazine. I think I got, like, National Geographic Kid or something. Mm -hmm. I remember reading that the most recognizable word on the planet, because, you know, there's so many different languages. Yeah. The most recognizable word on the planet was Coca-Cola, or Coke, because it was the same in every language, right? And... So, of course, it's going to be, like, a, a brand, yeah. not, like, yes. I mean, granted, tons of people around the world know what yes is right. in English, but apparently not as many people know that as Coke. <laughs> oh, as I open my Pepsi? Yeah, yeah. That's funny. It was love the only it. thing they had at Jersey Mike's. I love Jersey Mike's, but I do wish they sold Coca-Cola because that's my go-to, but whatever. And same with Teresa's Mexican Restaurant? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But anyway, I think for a while it changed and the most recognizable word, I guess it's not really a word, but I think Kim Kardashian was like the most recognizable like word phrase on the planet for a while. Right. Maybe I'm making that up. Maybe I had a dream. I don't know. I don't, but I, I don't think, think it's it true. But for a second, like That's I remember, wild. I don't even remember because it was a long time ago, but she was like most Googled person. Like, Oh, I just think she's boring. She, Sorry, Kim Kardashian. I'm sure you're she, great. I just don't think she like truly has a personality. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? She must. I mean. I don't know. Because it's very much like, I mean, just think about it. I mean, it, she really launched her career based on what? Her looks. And her friendship with Paris Hilton. Yes. Your queen. Yeah. But like, but, but the thing with Paris is like people like her. Right? Like, she has, like... People like Kim Kardashian, too. I know, but she's very well-likable, and she, like, has... Like, she's always been, like, relatable, I feel like. Even if she is an heiress, she's still kind of relatable. Like, Kim Kardashian, I've just never felt like she was fucking relatable. Interesting. It could just be me, but I just... From what I read and what I see, like, and I, I do... I did spend some time with someone who dated her, and I did hear... Like, I just hear that she is cool. Like, she's a cool person, and she's... Kim Kardashian? No, 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 Paris sorry, Hilton. Paris Hilton. Okay. Which I, I just don't think Kim... Like, I feel like that's why Kim's kind of dropping off right now, because she's not relatable. She's not, like, a real person. Yeah. I don't, see, I don't see either of them as relatable, but I don't know that much about either one, I guess. Yeah. I just can't... You should watch Paris's documentary. I tell everybody I to do it. But it's like, I just think that... I don't know. There's something more human. I'm not saying that Paris doesn't love to dress up and do all this, you know, act and do all this stuff. But Kim, I mean, she physically altered her body to look like an alien. Like, she looks like a fucking yeah. alien. Whereas Paris Hilton's never got a boob job. Yeah. She's never had plastic surgery, I don't think. Like, even her nose. Like, she doesn't, she just, is, this is how she's looked. Yeah. Which I think is more relatable. Oh, yeah. Like, and better. Like, I think that's just a better image. Yeah, Kim Kardashian's body and Kylie Jenner's body are fucking nuts. Like, I just don't understand. Like, you have to have, like, no offense. I don't, to want to put poison into your body and stuff. Like, that just doesn't seem relatable to me. No, nor would I want my kids to be like, oh, I don't look like this. I mean, I get injections, though. I do, too. But I'm saying, like, big, massive butt jobs and boob jobs and, and yeah. removing ribs. That's so crazy that's cr- that's 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 a condition but that's a, we already like a, we don't have to, we don't have to think about those things because we already have like very slim builds oh yeah you know like but we could throw a butt job on that do you know how insane either one of us I've had two look? 
surgery appointments for breast augmentation and both times I was like I'm doing this for somebody else so I'm not gonna do it you know what I mean well we're both so little and have like such purport like proportionate bodies I mean you're really like long but like for the most part we have like proportionate bodies um no, and it would look so weird all of a sudden if there was like one part that was like way bigger yeah and I'm not saying people shouldn't get it and if it makes you feel better fine and stuff I do believe though with like Kim and Kylie it's for attention yeah and it's fo- it's not it's toxic yeah you also know? I should tell you you don't need anything done I mean unless you really want no, it I then don't. I support you but we both still have like hips and butts yes. and boobs they're not huge, but nothing on us women. is big. Yeah, like, we're both little. Everything's mm-hmm. proportionate. Like, I think, I think, I don't know. I can't speak for everybody else, but I think that's more attractive. Same, so do I. And so, like, go look, like, Paris Hilton. Like, she she, she hasn't done surgeries. She's gotten Botox. She works out, blah, 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 I yeah. guess. But I just, that, that to me is so much more attractive. And obviously, we all know yeah. she's fucking hot, and she's got a great body already and stuff. Yeah. But, I mean, like, she's not part, you know, like, to, to try to keep, like, chasing this whole, like, outer image thing yeah, just kind of sure. is, like, it's a bummer. Yeah, and it's just... I, and, and I, think it, I think people are, like, thinking it's fake. That's why people are kind of pulling away from them. I mean, they're less popular because people are like, eh. Yeah, and whether they like it or not, there's so much in the public eye that they're role models, and that's mm-hmm. not great you know all of the like extreme um surgeries and body manipulation and then people die and then also denying it not trying to pass it off like you just look like that and everybody else doesn't ribs removed she looks like she did to make to make herself skinnier to make her more hourglass yeah which is like that's fucked up and i would never want my kids to think oh we gotta get our rib cages removed like workout diet and exercise like fucking also you're you get a little botox you know what i your mean your ribs like are there extension. to protect your internal yeah. organs they're important you need them <sighs> yeah i'm just not a fan of hers sorry to get off on that tangent my <laughs> daughter will totally like fine. sneak watch keeping up with the kardashians and i watch it and i'm just like this is trash like oh, I haven't watched it in so long, but I believe it's just it's like it just all seems so made up. Well, I mean, it is. It's reality TV. Yeah, it's fucking made up. Yeah, and they film you know like so much content, and then they're very selective about just grabbing the most dramatic parts. And oh my God. of course, my dad always says that our family has, should have a reality show. And my mom's like, we're not that fucking interesting. But I was like, if you took, you know, like hours and hours and hours with the footage and just cut it down to like an hour a week, yeah, we're probably pretty entertaining. <laughs> oh, I think everybody, But way more intellectual. I think everybody right now, like a big trend is like how much content people put on TikTok that's like drama, dramatic or mm-hmm. like kind of more like feels more like real life situations like fights and stuff like people like that like human nature like we're curious everybody's curious to see all the like dirty yeah so yeah you probably could because you're human and you guys go through stuff i just like videos of raccoons and baby donkeys that's mostly. good for you i get in these freaking that's why i hardly use the tiktok and i feel bad for my friends who will they'll like send me video i don't even look because i'll go on there and i'll just <laughs> 
straight away go into some conspiracy. I know, I you like, go on there for the conspiracy theories. Last night I was watching like Asian <laughs> TV and I'm reading closed captions and I'm like, I don't even know what's going on. But I'm watching I'm like, is this even real? Like Asia is so, like the aesthetics of everything are mm-hmm. so crazy. Like they have whole content houses over there. And like, like China, like it is wild. Like there's literally like, okay, like a house like this, mm-hmm. they'll like section it off into boxes where there's like little lighting and stuff and you just go in and you film content. You film like you eating or you opening things or ASMR or yes. What? Yes. I have seen they have like the, you know, like the, the tail half of a private jet and you can like yeah. pay so much money to like make it look like you're flying in a private jet, which is just bonkers to me. I mean, we have that like here in the United States. Yeah. I know, I'm, I'm, my boyfriend has done, he's been into real estate, still is, and we've been talking about, like, buying a content house, because they're huge right now. Like the, Renting um, out, like, the Barbie house, like. Yeah, like, Grandpa's pool house or whatever. Yeah, like, my friend Ava's house, yep. And then the one in Hudson, the Barbie core castle. Yep, yeah, I know about that. They're huge, and they, like, my friend Ava, like, her, the Grandpa's pool house, it's, like, booked all the time. Really? Like, a year, every weekend, like, always. You should do it. I know. What theme would you go with? I don't know. I don't know yet. We should brainstorm when we get off this. I know. We should. Just you, the poor decisions house. You should You should make a post on Instagram, ask for people's suggestions, take like five and make a poll and see what people think. Yeah. But I would absolutely rent your content house. I know, dude. It would be great. I, it would be fun because I, I like, I, I'm a perfectionist, so I like everything to be like, yeah, I would put all spare, my spare spare no detail. But think about how fun that would be to like oh, decorate. Fuck. I'm already like I have way too much shit going on. You guys, I literally got. I told her I was late. I got locked in my bedroom today because they ripped up all the floor on the main level of the house. And the guy works, the contractor working on the house. He's like, "Hey, don't come out. We're ripping up the floor." So I like just stuck in my bedroom because my house is being ripped up right now. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, let me just fire up a whole nother You do have a million projects. Remodel. I like it. I like thrive in it, though. I like dabble in each thing, but sometimes it is overwhelming, but that's ADHD for you, so. Man, I I don't know if I can relate. Yeah. I have, but I'll have, like, an obsession mm-hmm. for a minute, and then it'll switch to something else, and then I'll just have, like, lulls where I do nothing. Yeah, I know. I gotta get better at, like, scheduling like writing things like it's easier for me to see things and then like check things off right yeah otherwise it will just be all scattered and I'll like dip into each thing here and there and then I was just telling you that I need to use a calendar that's what I'm saying and so a lot of the times things don't get buttoned up yeah properly anyway yeah like it's like a multitasking pinball machine you're just like ding 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 all over exactly yeah I get that yeah hmm well, anyways, <laughs> yeah, we just both have ADHD. That's great. Yeah, bad struggles. I don't take medication for it, so I like just try to manifest it's uh... attention. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you seem to be doing an okay job. It's like a big struggle yeah. for me if I don't take medication. I cannot function. Like I cannot yeah. even start a task, let alone finish one. Yeah. And if I do take it, I can get shit done, but I can't sleep. So. 
It's yeah. like a double-edged sword for me. I think I know. maybe that means I need to get new medication. I don't know, but this like, is like a whole other topic for another day. But it's like it for me not taking the medication is just from being a, a teenager or like a young person and them trying to like push all different kinds of medication yeah. on me, and it wasn't working at the time, and it actually like made my life a lot harder. Yep. That's so now I'm like, you know what? My exact story. Unless I'm bipolar, or, you know, and I or something happens and I need medication, I'm just gonna chill. For Unless a you go real crazy. But let me tell you, it's hard. Yeah, it's I really didn't fucking hard to concentrate. From I didn't take ADD medication for like over 20 years because I think I literally had PTSD over it. Like, because everything that they put me on from the time I was nine to 12 like made me sick or had some bad side effect. And finally, I got to a point where I was like, I'm not, I'm not a very productive adult. Yeah. You know, like I'm not um, operating at an adult level without mm-hmm. medication because I just couldn't get enough done. So yeah. at some point, I like really had to power through and try, but you know, we figure it out. <laughs> Next time, we're going to talk about. Uh, sober relationship, like hanging out with your friends, sober, and we're going to talk about prescription medication. <laughs> yeah, we can do that. I can tell you all about my ADHD journey. It's actually probably more interesting than you'd think. Mm, yeah, <laughs> I'm sure it is. Everything you have to say is interesting. That's why we talk for two hours. I don't even know we'll how see much if time other people we've been think talking. So. You think yes. I'm interesting. I think they you're do. interesting. But. They do. Every person I've brought you around is always like I fucking love Danica oh that's so sweet or they're like trying to get in your pants (laughs) (laughs) no don't tell me (laughs) anyways Um, same with you though I know know. it's because we're fucking cool yeah I think it's probably very disarming that both of us will like tell people things about ourselves that seem relatively private or whatever yeah I think that makes people like inadvertently trust us and feel at ease around us oh yeah i've had my entire life i actually have mentioned this quite a few times to different people lately because i'm like dude i don't know what it is but people feel safe to tell me things and it's actually like a burden yeah because i'll be like what i'll wake up to a missed call at 4 a.m from somebody who's like telling me that they're coming out of the closet and that's fucking great and i support you know what i mean but i'm like it's a lot you know like i'm like i want to be that like sounding board but at the same time i'm like some of the topics are more heavy than others, but yeah, I love to be there for my friends, but sometimes it's hard on you with that information. Yeah, it's a lot like, to like take in and hold on to for sure. I'm a trusting source, but okay. <laughs> you know what I mean. Well, I love that you are personally. I know. I love you. <laughs> I love you too. We're going to go finish our food because I like starved her because I was late <laughs> per usual. We're going to have some Jersey Mike sandwiches because I'm obsessed with it currently. And sometimes that's like all I want, literally. So Jersey Mike's and hang out at the cabin for a little bit. (laughs) And our little cowgirl outfits. I know. Oh, yeah. This is my hat. I got it in Nashville. I love it. It's so fun. So it's handmade and it's Travis Austin hat company or something like that in Nashville and he you literally like pick the hat you want the color um she put like the number like you can see like the number oh, yeah. 16 because that's my lucky number and my birthday and then she put like playboy models and stuff and you pick out like all this 
the stuff you want on it. And That's then she did so like alligator cool. here or whatever that is on this side. Mm-hmm. Wait, so did they have to mail it to you? No, they did it like in a day. Wow. Yeah. Jesse and I cool. each got one. Um, so yeah. I love it. Thank you. And then these are from Nordy Scottsdale in Scottsdale, Arizona. And I love that store. Aren't they cute? I love them. They have They're the cutest so cute. shit in there. Every time I go in there, I'm like, what the fuck? I'll have to send you their page because you'll love it. It's like all like cow, cowgirl core. Cute. I yeah, send it. it. <laughs> Maybe that should be the theme of your content house. Oh, cowgirl. Yeah. Hmm. I love that. Wait, is it Target Circle Week? I think so. You probably don't even know. I don't know. I only know this because people tell me to talk about it. But this is from Target, too. Yeah, you've been getting the cutest stuff from Target lately. I need I know, to go. It's frustrating because every time I go in there, I'm like, God damn it. I don't have that much money to spend, but I gotta get this because it's cute. And all the clothes are always like by the checkout, so you can't like not yeah. make eye contact. Unfortunately, it's not that expensive. No, it's not. But still, if you you know how Target is, if you're yeah, already spending two hundred bucks, you're like, damn it. Yeah, for sure. No, I had three. But anyways, <laughs> uh, okay. Well, this was fun. I hope you guys had fun with us today. Um, yeah, we're gonna, I'm gonna do a solo episode next week, and then I'll have another guest, and yeah, really excited, and I enjoyed this time with Danica, and I hope (laughs) that you guys loved getting to know her, because I adore her, and yeah, this was fun. Yeah, thanks for having me. Of course, anytime. (laughs) All right, guys, I'll see you soon. Love you.